Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Boggy Talk is recorded on Boggy Bayou in Niceville, Florida, and is hosted by Justin Wyatt and James Ross, pastors at Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you're doing well. We are kicking off a new series today called Resolved. And before we dive into that, diving into saying, hey, James Ross, how you doing? I'm good, man. I am I am resolved to tell you how I'm doing. Um, I'm good. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, December is like insanely busy. Insanely. And Somebody then, asked me a question about yeah. something that happened in December. And I was like, I literally don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't talk about that because you told me on our last boggy talk not to wear busyness as a badge <laughs> of honor. But then January is like a different busy, mm-hmm. like because I'm trying to get a lot of things, well, play catch up and then also try to figure out kind of moving forward. But but it's a good time of year. I, I enjoy the cold weather. I mean, I wouldn't want it all year. No, but it's, nice. It. it's a nice week. <laughs> yeah, and then the NFL playoffs start playoffs. this week, and I'm super excited. Yeah, and we do pre-record these, so we don't know the results at time I'm of recording. For I'm this. so bummed that yes. today Georgia is likely not the national champion. Oh, come on. And I can't I officially say that. they won because no one except Alabama likes Alabama, hey, right? Say what you think is going to happen so people realize how dumb we are. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, see, every Georgia fan's like, we're going to win, but we might not. We're very realistic because we're used to heartbreak, yeah. but Georgia's winning. They got a chip on their shoulder. They're breaking the Nick Saban curse. It's going to happen. It's going to be close but they're going to win. That's yeah. my prediction. And if I'm wrong, I'm probably really sad this morning, but also I don't, I mean, I love it, but I also don't I, care that much. I, I, I think it's going to be closer, but I think Alabama is going to win. I just mm-hmm. think that I know that's kind of, you can't guys can't put enough enough point enough yeah, points. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. quarterback situation, that's been a controversy yeah. at our house because uh, Christy really likes Stetson Bennett. Uh, you know, the guy who's, he was, you know, he was, he was a walk on and she's like cheering the underdog and our yeah. son, Josiah does not like him. And he's okay. a Georgia fan. He wants yeah. the other quarter. Anyway, we're digressing into things that well, most no, people don't, no, you, know, you know, well, we'll see. We'll see. So we, it is, we are Georgia people fans. People are listening to this, even though that happened last night. I know. So. And, yeah. and we're moving on to 2022 and we things are. that are happening. And here's what we're talking about this, these next few weeks. Um, we're really talking about how every new year, uh, people make goals, people make make resolutions they do do. it's like this thing that (laughs) you may not have known that do you you learn something new on that's right and so what we're talking about is why do we do that uh why do we why are people uh statistically making fewer resolutions and and really all the centers around there's there's Pretty common themes around resolutions yeah. that people make, the kinds of resolutions people make, about exercises and weight and organize, those kinds of things. We're going to talk through some of those in the coming weeks. But ultimately what we want to talk about is this tension of how goals are good and resolutions are good. Yeah. And as Christians, we should be striving to, one, you know, become more like Jesus yeah. uh, and leverage our lives for the kingdom, but also 
those things are not our identity. So it gets yeah. kind of boggy because we right. should have goals and they're important, but then they're not important, but they are important, but they're not. That's good. I'm glad that we did not go with what you originally proposed and oh. we just would talk about the top 10 Baptist resolutions that were made <laughs> at oh. the conventions. Oh man, over yeah, the past I, several uh, years. that would be a snooze fest. Yeah, I, I resolve that we no longer resolve. <laughs> you know, make any resolutions, oh, but man. yeah, I, I do look forward to kind of talking through, uh, and I think we got a, t a list of 10 things and kind of categorized them from some website. I can't even remember what it was, <laughs> uh, but, uh, Tony Robbins or, you know, oh, Joel no. Osteen, but, um, <laughs> You know, I do look through. It's talk like impossible to say his name without then just smiling really big. Tony Robbins? Or no, Joel, Joel Osteen. Because oh, okay. that's just what how yeah. he is on every book cover. He, 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 he just, he, it's just, it's just. Yeah. Anyway, well, well moving he, on, he, we we will we will we, quickly we will. digress. Hey, dude, if you got six hundred thousand dollars in the wall at your church building, I mean, yeah, you're, you got you got a lot of smiles. You go, if you don't know what we're talking about, Google that Lakewood yeah. Church money in the wall. Yeah. Anyway, I wish that would happen here. Maybe there, maybe there's like when we demolish our offices, they'll just be you know. That's what it. smells in the office. Yes. <laughs> Rusty <laughs> money. Anyway. Oh, man. I uh, wish. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt it. Um, so anyway, it's probably eaten by squirrels or so. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about, you know, personal development and finances and fitness and all those things. But I really do think that we need to just use this episode to address the fact that there's a staggering uh, a number of people who are just not making resolutions anymore in 2021 or now in 2022, um, largely because of uh, the COVID uh, epidemic. The COVID. Yeah. You got to say it like that. Sorry, the COVID, the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think what uh, hopefully what, what uh, these past few years have taught us and have revealed to us, though I think we are still like to pretend it's not true, is that we're really not in control of a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, we really can't control a lot of circumstances. We can, you know, we are responsible, yeah. uh, but there's a lot of things that are out of our control and it's really revealed that. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we as a church, when we started 2020, had great plans for 2020 and so many organizations, businesses, uh, and churches alike, you know, 2020, the vision 2020, yeah, right. there's so many we things. Didn't do that, but yeah, yeah, we didn't because yeah. we thought it was cheesy, yeah, but so many people use that as a, as a theme because it's just it's a it's a nice round or a whole number a decade and uh what a it's round a round i guess but <laughs> it's an even number yeah. uh but it's that i had zero two zeros in it and they're yeah, round so yeah 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 um but, but hey so so i think this would be healthy why don't we just kind of process through kind of how we have felt um if you want to say paralyzed or if you want to say hindered or just uh, challenged by the living, you know, in the world we've lived in in the last two years. So let, let's go back mm. to to March 2020 and let's go back in time right now. If you're with us in your car, don't close your eyes. But if you're not, close your eyes and take your back yourself back to Mar March 2020. Mm. I was actually reading my old uh, tweets and <laughs> Facebook stat status post, whatever they're called. And I didn't have an Instagram back then. Um, well, I had two pictures, one of me and a mustache and one of my daughter <laughs> asleep at a table. But um, yeah, what what kind of took me through what you went through? 
Well, I think just like everyone, it was so much like, what in the world is actually happening? We started that time thinking, you know, if everyone remembers, uh, this will just last a couple of weeks. Right. 15 we'll days. Slow yeah, the curve. we'll slow yep. the curve. Remember that? And, and, you know, that's and we'll, we know yeah. that, was, that seemed realistic at yeah. the time. Then it, you know, it kept extending and kept extending. And I remember as a family, we're like, the phone would ring from the school and we're like, oh, here it comes. They're going <laughs> to extend it again. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, and that was hard, not just for us, but for so many people who were, you know, had to transition and you know pivot uh mm. and i think what the it really did word. was just uh show us uh that we're not in control i think it was it was hard it was unsettling um and i think we in that longed for normal again right and really did whatever we could to get back to what we thought was normal again the fact where you know we maybe took some things not as seriously as we should have. Yeah. yeah that's all up for debate yeah. and we're not getting into that. But I think, you know, and I also, I think in part of this, we have to recognize we, you know, for anyone who's listening to this, who's not in this community, we live in Florida. And so Florida had a very different experience right, than much right. of the States. Yeah, yeah. And we have family in other States. And we were talking about, you know, we were, our, our state government was uh, probably one of the least restrictive. And so whether yeah. you're pro that or against that, that did affect right, right. how we experienced all this. Yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think that um, for Floridians and Texans, maybe, you know, the severity of all this certainly isn't what it was for mm-hmm. my people. I know that in Illinois and New York and um, but but I do still think that there uh, was an effect. I, I remember in, in the onset, you know, whenever it was all happening is I was really mad. Um, cause I just disagreed with, um, the, the way that we were handling, you know, the, the shutdown and, you know, again, I wasn't, I, I got over my anger, you know, in a couple of weeks and, uh, Good job. and tried to be, you know, supportive and, uh, you know, I do think that, um, I do think that at the time, you know, the president was communicating, he cared very much about business and the economy and all that. And so I think even though I didn't, wasn't, I'm not a huge Trump supporter, you know, uh, I think that was helpful for me to say, Hey, he does, he is very concerned about this. And he communicated that very consistently again, not everything else (laughs) all that great, but (laughs) yeah, I think, I, I, I think what it caused me to really internalize is how little control I have over so many things, but I don't recognize that until they're all taken away from me. Right. Yeah. I think another effect of it too, uh, as a leader in a church, but then also, you know, in at home, uh, was very much the recognition uh, that you cannot make everyone happy. And as a pastor, we, we want people to, you know, be at peace. Uh, and for me, it was very much a realization of like, you know what? Like, I that's not my job, yeah. and I can't. And I have to seek the Lord. We as, a, we, as a, we as a team have to seek the Lord and do what we feel He's leading us to do. And people are just I'm, – I'm a middle child, so I like for there to be peace, mm-hmm. and I'm a pretty good peacemaker. Yeah. Uh, but I, I had to learn to be okay with some mm-hmm. things that just were not going to be at peace and recognize that that did not change uh, God's opinion of me right? And, or my worth because yeah. I couldn't bring peace to a certain situation. Oh, and, and that applies at home too. Yeah, you know, There good. was just things that were hard. It was like, why isn't this getting any better? Mm-hmm. And it was because we're stuck inside eight people all together, you know, and kids are trying to do school. And it was just, it was incredibly 
humbling time. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, as, as people, we, sh- we should, you know, one of the things it did for me is kind of, you know, like you think about Jacob wrestling with, with the Lord. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's like, you walk away with a limp. Kind of like, we should be walking with a little bit of a limp yeah. here because, uh, you know, we recognize our own uh, mortality and lack of control of everything. No, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I th- I do think that there's been residual effects for me in terms of planning. Like I know, mm. you know, that summer. a lot looser, right? Yeah. And that summer when we started, you know, back, because we, in Florida, you know, we pretty much started back. I mean, everybody was vacationing here, even though they were criticizing <laughs> us summer of 2020. But isn't it funny um, how every spike in Florida was like following a tourist season? Oh, and yeah. Went, I and mean, then it, it all kind of died down after. Yeah. I, anyway. I think I've mentioned before that I knew a guy who like on social media was so serious about COVID and restrictions. And then I was texting with him and he was here in Florida vacationing. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Uh, you're you're definitely and there was a lot of that you know yeah. they, uh, they're all the nuances that you would say of you know cons- the religious right being you know fundamental and and anti-trusting there's that's certainly a part of it you mm-hmm. know and then all the things you would say about there being liberal elites who are con- using as control that is a part of it like mm-hmm. all those things there is some there's, truth yeah, to all those things yeah it's not simple every it's right. very complicated yeah so the, so so and that's how life always is. Mm-hmm. It, it's not either or. Very often, it's both and. Yep. You know, when you diagnose right. and when you mm-hmm. try to figure out what to do. So Tension. I think I think it was very revealed to us. And so I think God gave me a posture of learning. And so you know, and observing. And I am a learner. And so just because I'm so stupid naturally, so you know, you that's we got to learn. That's used to my advantage. But but I, I will just say that it became hard for me to even like. I'm the kind of dude who literally knows where I'm going next year, like plans out all that. It came hard for me to even say yes to an appointment for the next month. Yeah. And even now, as we're trying to think through like our campus plan, I'm like, what's the world even going to look like in five years, you know? And I think there's some healthiness to that. And I do think that I think there's a tension to manage in life in general of like making a plan and realizing like James says, Hey, you're, you know, you need to say if the Lord wills, because you don't even know if you'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, know? that is that is the truth right there. Yeah, if the Lord wills. I think that's one thing that in, in every realm we re- kind of recognize. Like we used to think five-year plan, 10-year plan, and, and we're getting into like the goals that we should have. We're going to talk a little more about that. But it has been a lot more sobering as we make those things, because what you just said, we're asking ourselves, like, what is our campus? We have no idea what the world's going to look like in five years. And I right. think we knew that before yeah like, we, did. we knew yeah. that but we, did. we didn't like know that like yeah we, we had not necessarily our generation no you're not right. fully experienced no we, had, we hadn't you know, you know at like all. you know yeah exactly yeah you're right so so i think that you know this just reveals for those who are like struggling because of all this to make a plan i think it reveals a tension that's always there and so the question now would be so what do we do you know in light of the fact that there is uncertainty. And, you know, I, I just think that some main things are are transcendent of mm-hmm. our circumstances. So, like, there are some things that have to be a priority regardless. And COVID really caused me, the shutdowns of COVID really caused me to say, are these things the priority I say they are as a pastor, you know? Yeah. And, and so I think for every person, every year needs to be that questioning of are the main things the main things in my life yeah so let's talk about that so you said there are some uh some goals or some things that are transcendent so what are those things um well uh we have to always make sure i was just gonna say something completely stupid off the wall but (laughs) let's go back to serious yeah i think we need to be people of the word Mm. i think you know 
we're all influenced. We're all, no matter how static the world is, you know, right. or, or, you know, we're all focused and headed somewhere and moving in a direction. And what I want to be informing me mm -hmm. and shaping me more than anything else is the word of God. Right. And so I think we need to be people of the word of God. Right. Um, and I think what's, what's, Great about that. That is that is true. And COVID didn't change that. No, like, it didn't. <laughs> COVID, In fact, it gave us more opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I think we saw people had more time and people were, for the, at least initially, yeah. more engaged in the word they because were. I think it, it with the world coming to a grinding halt for a time, yeah. people were like, oh man, we need to be yeah. serious about this. And so, but that that should have been for all of us. Yeah, already. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah. And it should still be, even though things are somewhat more like they were. Yeah, and then I, then I would say, so if we are people of the word, then we know that we're supposed to be people who equip others to be people of the word. So make disciples. And that looks different for all of us in different seasons of life, but primarily the people who I have proximity to in my home. Obviously, if we mm -hmm. have people in our home and then, you know, who who does God put on our heart to try and mentor in the faith? And so uh, I think that, you know, that that should always be happening regardless of what's going on uh, around us. And then, um, you know, it, and then sharing the gospel, building relationships with people who don't know Christ, which is really a part of discipleship, but it's kind of the first part of discipleship and helping them actually see who Jesus is. Um, using our gifts, how can I use my gifts? You know, um, what resources I have? How can how can I give generously? Uh, how can I have community with other believers to 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 kind of see how that's all going and shape me and all that? I mean, I think those things are just things that we we have to do uh, all the time. All the time. And, you know, as we talk about these transcendent goals and then we get into like the, you know, why aren't people making resolutions? And we talk some about the uncertainty and that uncertainty has continued over uh, into 2022. And so people, I think, have kind of uh, taken this, uh, you know, and I think we can default this sometimes when we become despondent or feel discouraged, this fatalistic view of life where it's right. like, well, I can't control anything. So why even try, you know, like why even make goals? Because it's kind of pointless because something can just happen and derail it. And, and that's wrong, you know, like, yeah. you know, so like I would encourage you to read the book of Ecclesiastes because whew. I think as you read that, you'll identify, you're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's meaningless, all, all this stuff. But he comes back several mm -hmm. times. And the point of Ecclesiastes is so G God and, and trusting him is really what Matt only thing that really matters. And this is from a dude who had everything. I mean, probably arguably no one's wealth is ever compared to Solomon. I mean, even some secular, you know, publications have talked about who are the wealthiest people who ever lived. Solomon is right up there. And this is a guy not from a great, I mean, Israel wasn't this mighty kingdom, you know, right. in comparison to some of Egypt, you know, Rome, the other powers. And so I think, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of things we do, but really they're vanity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm -hmm. the, and that, I don't mean they're vain in the sense that, you know, what Instagram vain, but I mean, they're, they're vain in the sense that they're really meaningless without tied to the main things. Yeah. So that's, that's an interesting point because I think that's, that's where we want to head in these next few weeks as we talk about different goals that we set and resolutions and being resolved is that these things goals resolutions do matter yeah they but they're not ultimate yeah and so really how do we as christians uh not fall into the trap of making goals for uh to be a better you to be a better me but to say like this right. the, these are the transcendent goals for my life yeah that i am a servant of the lord and i want to build the kingdom so how do my goals 
fall in line to help support that. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's where we, we tend to, we don't connect those dots. We kind of stop short at, uh, you know, I should exercise more. Right, okay. So right, I'm yeah. going to exercise more. Yeah. Well, why? Like, right. let's get to the root of the mm -hmm. why, why do, why would, why would you resolve to lose weight or to be organized? Mm -hmm. Like all of these things I think need to be tied to a greater purpose mm -hmm. or else we're just kind of setting ourselves up for not just disappointment, uh, but really setting ourselves up for self-righteousness right. too. Yeah, like if it's, right. if it's not with this mindset of, I want to serve the kingdom. Uh, I want to be, I want to be quote unquote better because I want to be able to serve more, to bless more, to to uh, build the kingdom more. Yeah, and I think then why you're doing those things becomes a part of your identity, and then it, it makes you able to persevere in the midst of adversity and in the midst of uncertainty in some of those things that are important. Maybe not mm -hmm. they're not main things, but they're secondary things, but they're still important. Um, I think if you have the right why, then you know you can persevere. And, and I think, you know, as we talk about, you know, the main things, the reality is some of the main things, but specifically the secondary things, there are seasons that you can't do those secondary things. You know, there right. are certain things during COVID that were a challenge. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to recognize like, okay, maybe because of my health or because of my mental health or because of a family issue or because of the world <laughs> shut down, I can't do X right now, mm -hmm. but I am not content with never doing X again. Right. You know, I'm content that, you know, not doing X isn't my fault. As far as it depends on me, I'm doing everything, mm -hmm. but, but I'm just kind of embracing the season, you know, I'm, or sorry, I'm ensuring that it's just a season and then embrace that season. So if I can't do X right now, then what are some other ways that I can, you know, and pour that time and that, that energy into making me, you know, more whole, you know, or have, having more peace, you know, Shalom, you know, right. I, I think that, I, and, and, you know, that, and I wrestle with that because we've been in this for almost two years, you know, and there's some people who, you know, for 15 days or for 30 days or for five months, you know, kind of withdrew from biblical community or withdrew from evangelism and they're still not doing it. And, you know, personal opinion, you know, I, I just, so if I were you know, not able to see my children or not able to see my grandchildren or not able to be a part of the church or not be able to be evangelistic. Like, I think there's got to come a point where I just am willing to take the risk, mm. you know, to not continue. Well, like, when does it end? Right. And, 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 and people have asked for my opinions and I've told them, I'm going to give you my opinion, but ultimately like, just know yeah. it's between you and the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you're listening to the Lord or not. Like that's between you and the Lord. Um, but you know, and, and I'm talking about COVID specifically, but I think you know, people who are sick, mentally, you know, struggling with something with related to mental health. I just think you've got to wrestle through those things. Hmm. And I hate the word balance because I don't think you'll ever achieve that. But right. I think you have to realize, like, if there's no tension. Right. Like, you're probably imbalanced. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, you're, you're constantly trying to figure out what is, how do you do this? And there, like you said, there's seasons of life where it just may not be possible to do X. Uh, you know, I think of, you know having kids in the home right now. There's just, right. it's just, there's never going to be a convenient time to do some things that I know I need to do. You know, like I think this season we're in a parenting where we have our youngest is five and our oldest is 14. It, they're up 
early and they're up late because of homework. And yeah. so I could sit around and say, God, like, I, it's just, it's your fault. I'm in this season because it's never quiet. So I can't focus on studying your word yeah. because it's never quiet in my house. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Get up at three, you know, like the, I could, you could essentially like excuse yourself from some right. of these transcendent yeah. things rather than saying, okay, you know what? This is my life right now. This is my circumstance. But these goals that I know, mm -hmm. these are transcendent goals, I have to figure yeah. out how this works in my life right now. Because if I don't, right. I, I'm not, I'm going to pay for it and everyone else around me is going to pay for it. Yeah, like, I, th I think a more pressing one for you and I on that is like investing in other people. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that we, me and my wife and you and your wife have a desire to you know, not that we're awesome, but to reproduce ourselves in terms of, you know, making disciples and mentoring yeah. other couples. And we do that, but we're not able to do it at the capacity that we will do it, Lord willing, in the next season of life when right. our kids are older. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, how, how can I do that now? And realize, hey, this is just not the season. Right. You know, like, and, and I have friends who are older than me and their kids are older. And I, I envy that part of their life. But I also don't want to miss this right. season and mm -hmm. the influence I have on my children. You know? Right. So that's really good. I think one of the things I'm learning, too, is that, you know, in, in all this, it's like if my circumstances don't change, like I still want to change. Right. Right. You know, and there's some things I can do possibly to improve my circumstances. But at, at the same time, like. I I want to be more like Jesus. Right. And if if this thing doesn't happen, if this circumstance doesn't happen, I still want to change. So that that should inform our goals. Like how even if even if all these things I want to change don't they don't change. These people yeah. don't change. This circumstance doesn't change. How is God wanting to change me? Right. So I, I this is kind of and I guess we need to start bringing it home, but I, I think something that, you know, we can quickly address is the realization like yeah, we're taught like character Trump circumstances, but at the same time, mm. circumstances largely influence people and shape them. And um, sometimes people are in circumstances that are really hard mm -hmm. uh, to overcome. And um, the studies and Malcolm Gladwell actually writes about this um, and did a podcast series on this and, and his revisionist history podcast. But the number one way that people are able to overcome their circumstances and, you know, rise to better character, rise to better things is by having an advocate. Mm. And I think that for me, like that's one of the realizations here is like, as far as it depends on me, not only am I going to do the things that, you know, make me healthy, but as far as it depends on me, how can I look and help people out of their circumstances? Because really people do get oppressed for lack of a better word yeah. by their circumstances. And I think as a church, we're constantly saying, what has God given us as God gives us freedom, as God gives us resources, as God gives us talent to help other people out of their circumstances? I think that has to be on our mind. Yeah, I love what you're saying there. That's the, the advocate. Like that's the, the Holy Spirit is called the right, advocate, right. you know, and that's how he has gifted the church to be that, uh, you know, as in community with each other, as a body of believers, we are called to advocate for each other to, uh, you know, help us see the blind spots, but then also to say like, hey, we want to help you. We, I want to help you. We, we want to... Uh, to do this together because we want to see his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think, you know, we as church, the big church, not you know, the church doesn't always do that super well. You know, I think we're really good at like, do this, do this, do this without helping people do this, you know, uh, and, and advocating for people and helping, walking alongside, encouraging, challenging, holding each other accountable. That's all yeah. a piece of that.
Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, as we move in the next few weeks into resolutions, like that's the why for these resolutions is because I want to be a better advocate because, you know, yeah. I'm going to have the perfect glorified body, whatever that looks like in heaven. You know, like I'm going to be my, my tension, my personal development is going to be what it needs to be in heaven. And so like the reason I want to apply self-care to use a popular term is not just so that I would look better and, and feel better about myself, <laughs> but so that I would be in a position to be used by God for his glory right. in the lives of others more. I, and that's why I am driven uh, to, 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 I am resolved uh, because I think as long as I'm here, you know, I want to work towards your progress in the faith as the apostle Paul said. Yeah, that's good. I think, and that's where we fall short. When, when all of our goals are focused on me being mm -hmm. better, uh, the self being better, uh, they fall short. Mm -hmm. And it ultimately is going to leave us empty. So uh, if you're setting goals for the new year, or if you have, I, just, I would just say uh, uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to dive into some specific goals, ways that people make goals, whether it's health or finances, personal development, those things. But before we dive into that, we want to ask, you should ask, we should be asking, how do, how do these things that I think I should do, these goals, these resolutions, how do they support these tran the transcendent goal mm -hmm. of God's kingdom and mm -hmm. serving the kingdom mm -hmm. and see if there's a connection, you know, like, mm -hmm. and if there's not pray through that, think through that, evaluate and make that connection and mm -hmm. help, help ask the Holy spirit to help you see how it can further the kingdom. Yeah. And if you feel stuck, like, you know, because of COVID or because of circumstances in your life, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's an issue with a family member, maybe it's a health issue, a mental health issue. I just want to encourage you to reach out. Uh, of course, you can reach out to us and we'd love to talk with you and probably connect you with other people who can help you better. But uh, we, you certainly have people who are willing to listen and help you. And uh, just don't stay there. Don't stay where you are. You have people uh, who want to help you. I, I assure you of that. You'll be surprised. So, yeah, I mean, we should have called this like the COVID episode or yeah, something. Because, the COVID recap 2022. Yeah. Because, wow. yeah, I think that's another aspect This was good this. for me, Justin. Yeah, it's good to process. and uh, But uh, yeah, with every variant, you know, now dealing with the Omicron variant, it just seems like we're constantly on this roller coaster with COVID. And when will it be done? We don't know. We don't know, but we know. I don't, I don't know so much. And what I realize is so many people don't know so much. Yeah. But we think, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's uh, that's another buggy talk. Yeah, we think people know a lot more. Yeah. People, and and, and people we're so quick to like assume that like everybody's evil, right? Like right. the people who want everybody to be vaccinated, oh, they must be putting, you know, microchips in it. It's like, or even if they're wrong, that everybody should be vaccinated. They just think based on what they know, that's the best. And then the people who are anti that. It's like, we just assume they, they want everybody to die. It's like, or maybe just based on what they know, you know what I mean? They think that's best. And maybe we mm. should talk about it. You know? Yeah. You know, this is, <laughs> I don't know why we just said, maybe think of this, but you know, one of the things I do here at the church is we work with communications. And so I see it's like, I check out resources and stuff. And I just this past week saw that uh, there's this, like these, there's these AIs, these artificial intelligences, these programs that you can like pay a subscription to and basically tell them a topic and it will write a blog post for no you that you can post as your own. And I, I thought that and I thought, 
That's Did Mark my, Driscoll invent this? I I'm like, this, right? Ed, uh, <laughs> but it was like, I was just like, that's why we're in such a mess is because yeah. half the things people are putting out there and acting like they're experts, they didn't even write, probably didn't even read. Wow. And they're posting it wow. as like being an expert. I was like, that's terrible. And I kind of like wanted to sign up for a free trial just to <laughs> see what it would do, like with church stuff. Not post it, but just- Is I this just, like the auto-tune for writers? Is it that kinda, it is? basically is. It's yeah. like, they were gonna take, it's basically enter a few keywords and our AI will just write your next blog spot for you. No way. Put, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, that's weird. It is so weird. And yeah. people do it But that's lot. what politicians have been doing for years. Exactly. So I don't know, whatever you just said, maybe <laughs> they just think said of like, that. And <laughs> anti-vaccine. All right, uh, here it is. You know, yeah. here's oh, what the speech the, for the president. Everybody vaccine, being an expert. The, I, all these people pretend to be experts. I'm like, they probably didn't even write this stuff. Have they even read anything? Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's... For another podcast on that conspiracy theories, podcast. but hey, uh, join us in the next few weeks. We're going to be talking. We're not about, doing a podcast. <laughs> we're on not conspiracy doing that theories. because that is over Ooh, our heads. Actually, hey, actually, let's let's talk, ask ooh. this service to write our next script and let's just read it next time. We could do that. Ooh, that um, good. You're writing on an idea, so I next week James idea, has a big yeah. idea. But um, hey, this is a good rant, Justin. We should great. we should, hey for our spot subscription paid subscription. Yeah. You can access. All of our rants that we yeah, edit out. Yeah, Boggy t- <laughs> what's it, what's it called when they have like extra the outtakes. Like, no, no, the no. B-roll, like the B-roll. YouTube. The vault. Like, you know. Oh, like, the vault. Yeah. They'll have like a sub- right, Boggy you know, Talk subscribe vault. premium or That's whatever. Right. You know, Boggy Talk premium. There you go. For uh, 99 cents. You can there hear you our go. conspiracy theories. <laughs> so, hey, the next few weeks. Our top we are, five church members. <laughs> That's right. The ones we love the most. Yes. But we're talking about personal development. We're talking about fitness. <laughs> we're talking about finances to how we'd serve our time. And uh, I hope you'll join because I think these are good conversations for us because these aren't just goals and resolutions we should be making at the beginning of a the year. They're constantly things we should be evaluating and asking asking God to uh, use us for his kingdom. We're going to talk about those. So tune in next week as we dive into fitness. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm, Mm, We're going to, we're going to actually, we're going to film the next one running. This is actually what I work out so that my son, I can beat him. (laughs) That's right. Just swing your arms and your watch. Thanks for exercising. Hey, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. Join us next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.